Van D, a dynamic leader with decades of experience building companies and crushing sales. He's been there and done that. Ladies and gentlemen, hello. My name is Van D. Inspiring audiences across the country to do it too. Here's Van. Hey, welcome to the Van D podcast. Man, I'm glad you're spending time with me today because this is one of my favorite topics to discuss. Today we're going to talk about I am the problem and I'm also the solution. I really believe that if we take time and think about the issues in our life, that we have the human power to correct. You know, when I was growing up, there were times when my mother told me that I was my own worst enemy. And I learned a lot from my mom. And it's kind of funny because the things that I didn't really pay attention to her on when she told me, I pay attention to her to them now because she was so right. But she was spot on when she said, in life, you can be your own worst enemy. I can attribute just about every challenge or bad thing that has happened in my life to something I did or didn't do. And I can also attribute just about everything good or any of my accomplishments that I've had to something I did or didn't do. So we're in control. And the more we realize how we're in control, the more uh, we'll be able to identify our issues. I believe your success is determined by your ability to find solutions to the problems or challenges that you face. First, you have to identify the problem, and then you have to find the solution. So a lot of you know Van needs to take a drink of water. Cam, Broham, you don't need to cut this part out because... Everybody has a little frog in their throat once in a while, right? Let it roll, Van. I've got the greatest producer on the planet. Ladies and gentlemen, Cam Broham. I can hear the resounding uh, applause. Millions of people are applauding (laughs) outside this studio. So I have been in straight commission sales since I was 23 years old. And those of you know what straight commission means, it means that (laughs) if you don't sell something, you don't eat. So basically, I had to solve problems that came up every day. In sales, we say that the best way to get the deal is to find an acceptable solution for the problem or task at hand. So I like to keep things simple. I don't want to overthink anything because I've had those issues in my life also. In my real estate career, that is exactly what I was commissioned to do was to find an acceptable solution, which was get the house sold and closed for the seller or find a house for the buyer. That was my challenge or problem, and I had to come up with a solution. I make it my mission and my passion to find a solution for the task at hand. If I don't, if I don't do this, then I have no one to blame but myself. The same is true in my speaking and coaching career. Where, once again, to keep things simple, my mission is to help others find solutions to their challenges and help them prosper. I believe if you don't focus on finding solutions, you will remain lost in your problems. 
So some of you are wondering how to begin solving the problems in your life. So I just want to give you a few ideas, and maybe you can implement these into your life, or you can find some similarities to something that you can, you can relate to. So first of all, be grateful for what you already have. There's nothing wrong with wanting more out of life. But feeling grateful for what you already have will remove the stress of always wanting more. I have made it my daily mission, my daily mission to be aware of all the things I'm grateful for. And you know what I do? I say it out loud, honestly. I wake up in the mornings a lot of times and I thank God for being alive. I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for my dog. I'm grateful for my girl, for my fiance. I'm grateful for my family, for my daughter. What are we grateful for? Say these things out loud, and a lot of times it will remove the stress of always thinking that you have to have more. The solution to most of your problems may be to change the way you think about them. So listen to this. I started doing this, I don't know, maybe 20 years ago, and it works. I would identify what my problem is, and then I would give it a number. I'd give it a number on a scale of 1 to 10. So 1 would be, this problem's not that big of a deal. And 10 would be the Mac Daddy of all problems. So this helps me how, how to identify how significant this issue is in my life. So, so when I really thought about it, most of my problems were only a 1 or a 2. I can fix those. But when a problem was a five or greater, then it required me to focus my energy on finding a solution. Does that mean finding a solution overnight? No. And you're going to hear me get into why it's important not to try to find a solution immediately because you want to make sure it's the right solution. So when it was a five or greater, that usually required me making a strategic plan and then implement it implementing it right away so the problem would not get any worse. And when I say I'm going to make a strategic plan, I'm not just talking about me. People that care about me, people that are on my team, people I work with, identify the problem. Sit with this group of people and say, this is the problem. Let's all come up with resources for how we can overcome it where the challenge is not there. Once again, Life is a series of problem-solving opportunities. That's what life is. No one said life was going to be fair. The problems you face will either defeat you or develop you, depending on how you respond to them. Now, I don't know about you, but I know for sure you're listening to this podcast because you want to live your best life ever, or else you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. So we don't want our problems to, to defeat us. We want them to develop us. So let's respond accordingly. So one of the problems, maybe you take a look at the people in your life, and you guys have listened to me say this for the last several years on these podcasts. Take a look at the people in your life. Maybe you are choosing to spend time with people who are not good for you, and maybe they don't really care about you, or they inspire you to behave in a way that is counterproductive to what you are trying to achieve. So, in other words, these people bring out the worst in you. Are they going to contribute to your problems and your challenges? You're dang right they are. 
Separate yourself from people like this. Remember, always remember that you are the average of the five people you, cho- you choose to spend the most time with. It's, it's a fact. It's not just a statement. It's a fact. We absorb the way other people are. We, we inherit the way that they are, and we incorporate their actions, and all of a sudden we're doing what they're doing, and we don't even know it. So stop looking at your obligations as problems. So here's something that I really believe in. Practice this. This doesn't happen overnight. It certainly didn't happen overnight for me. Stop looking at your obligations as problems. Instead, look at these as opportunities to grow. For example, every one of us is guilty of saying at some point in our life, I have to go to work today. Now think about if you change that up and said, I get to go to work today. Do you know how many people in this world would love to say, I get to go to work today? And then another thing is, we get all bummed out when we have to pay our bills. You know what? Thank God that you have bills because what that means is that you have the ability to pay them You have a roof over your head, you have clothes in your closet, and you have food on your table. Well, that's that's something you shouldn't complain about. You're alive. You have the ability to have these necessities. Replacing I have to with I get to will make a dramatic change in your mindset as you approach everyday challenges. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the ability to conquer our challenges and problems if we want to. But I want to tell you some, something. Some people just like to bitch. They just want to complain. They don't care about solving their problems or finding solutions to their challenges. They just, they're the type of people that will always complain about their lot in life. So look at the challenges or problems you face and then think of solutions that will give you a more satisfying quality of life. And you know, that's my key word at where I'm at in my life today. The word quality is very important to me. I want to be around people that bring quality in my life. That doesn't mean they're successful. I don't care if they're broke, but they're good people and they bring quality in my life. I want to do things that matter, that mean something. Not just do it because it occupies my time. God gave each of us the ability to self-correct. But only if we take the time to do it. So never ever lose sight of the fact that you are the solution to each of your problems or challenges. There's a guy named Tim Hicks that wrote Seven Steps for Effective Problem Solving in the Workplace. And I like to share with my audience things that I have learned And some of the things that Tim talks about, and I've already talked about also, is ask anyone, and this is is more involved in in the workplace, and we go to work every day, or we're at work every day. I mean, I know very few people that don't do the four-letter word, W-O-R-K. Ask anyone in the workplace if problem-solving and decision-making are part of the, their day, and everybody's going to say yes. But how many of us in the workplace have actual training in problem solving? It's a critical element to our work. 
But there's a lot of us that don't know how to problem solve or face challenges correctly. So people tend to do three things when they're faced with a problem. One, they get afraid or uncomfortable and wish it would go away. The other, they feel that they have to come up with an answer, and it has to be the right answer. And they look for someone to blame. Think about it. When there's a problem or a challenge, isn't it easy to say, well, it's because of John or because of Cindy? Being faced with a problem becomes a, becomes a problem. And that's a problem because, in fact, there's always going to be problems. We have to open ourselves up and understand that we're going to face problems every day. So we should get up with the mindset that I can self-correct challenges. I know how to get through things. But here's some of the points I want to make. There are two reasons why we tend to see a problem as a problem, okay? It has to be solved, and we're not sure how to find the best solution. And there will probably be conflicts about what the best solution is. We don't feel comfortable dealing with conflict, and that's normal. I don't like dealing with conflict, and a lot of people don't because it's awkward, and we may have to do or say things we don't want to. We tend to sometimes feel that we're, when we're solving problems that something bad is going to happen. The goal, the ultimate goal of good problem solving is to make us and our organization, wherever we work, more conflict-friendly, which means we're more conflict-competent. We have to be open to finding solutions. So there's a couple important things I want you to remember about problems and conflicts. One is they happen all the time. And two, they are opportunities to improve our workplace and maybe our relationships. So the problems are actually providing us with information that we can fix and what needs fixing and we can do a much better job. So... This may sound crazy, but you're going to get so good at working with challenges or problems, you may go to work and say, bring it on. Bring on the problems. Bring on the challenges because I've got the mindset to fix it. Believe it or not, people are born problem solvers. The biggest challenge, this is the biggest challenge in my career with 350 people that I was blessed to work with in my last company. We have a tendency to try to come up with a solution immediately. Ladies and gentlemen, you don't have to come up with a solution right away. You know, my general manager, who now is the owner of my old company, he said to me something years ago, and I knew the, and I already knew this, but I needed somebody else to tell me. Give it the 24-hour rule. We got a big problem, but let's give it a 24-hour rule. This problem, I remember, had to do with a human. This human was doing some very wrong things, and it happened to be against one of, one of uh, uh, the employees that worked in my company. And I wanted to get on the phone immediately and give that other person what for. I, have, I was so upset. My general manager said, Van, just please do the 24-hour rule. Think about it. It's still going to be there tomorrow, and go back and then make your response. 
So it was hard for me, very hard for me, because I wanted to come up with a solution and a response immediately. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm telling you this, and it changed my life. I waited 24 hours. And you know what? My GM was exactly right. My response was not only going to be 100% different than it would have been the day before, but it also turned into no response. Instead of me flying off the handle and giving that person what for, I thought about it for 24 hours, and after 24 hours, I said to myself, I'm not even going to address this. Man alive, I'm telling you something. The most common mistake and problem solving that we make is trying to find a solution right away. That alone is a mistake because it tries to put the solution at the beginning of the process when really what we need is a a solution at the end of the process. So what my message is to here to all of you is when we have a challenge or a problem, don't think it has to be solved that second. Because I guarantee you, if you wait 24 hours, you are, going, you are going to eliminate the word regret. I can't tell you how many times in my business career and personal life I would say, I regret the way I responded. I regret, regret the way I handled that problem or challenge. When I would think about it and give it 24 hours, I don't regret my response, because I put time into it. So let me just cover quickly some more uh, uh, problem-solving solutions. For one, you got to identify. Be clear about what the problem is. And always remember that different people might have different views of what the issues are. Respect others' opinions. You don't have to make a response yourself. Get a group of people that you trust. And if you end up and you're in a career that you work by yourself, maybe you call up some people you trust and care about and you love and say, I'm faced with this challenge. I'm just curious what your opinion would be, how you would handle it. You know what you just did? You got somebody else's opinion you trust. And two, if you did that to me, You're going to make me feel good because what you just said to me is, Van, you matter, and and I want your opinion. You just made me feel like I matter in your life. So when there's a problem and there's lots of people involved, one critical step that's usually missing is we need to understand where everybody's coming from. Understand what the interest is of other people. Interests are the needs that you want satisfied by any given solution. I believe we often ignore our true interests as we become attached to one particular solution. Now, we all know the best solution when we're trying to overcome a problem is one that satisfies everybody's interests. We can do this. And you know how we do it? We listen. We listen. It's one of the things I love about the book of Proverbs in the Bible. It talks about becoming a better listener. We have the ability to listen. The more we listen, the more we can identify solutions and problems. 
do some brainstorming. There may be lots of room for creativity when you're solving a problem or a solution. I know when I was fortunate enough to build Deep Realty back in 1993, the majority of the, of the success we had, we were, we were solving problems in the real estate market. And we were coming up with solutions that made real estate agents want to come work with us at our company. We paid them with an hour of closing, which was unheard of. We gave them all their own leads when people would call in at that time was unheard of. We, we, we let them work out of their house, virtual offices. Nobody ever heard of virtual offices. And yes, I'll go out on a limb and tell you, we created the virtual concept at Deep Realty back then that now everybody in the country is using. We did some brainstorming. We got creative. We solved problems and challenges in our industry. And that was a group of people that we would sit and do that with. Don't think that there's one solution to one problem. You may have several solutions, and then you pick one that's going to work best. The other thing, too, is don't rely on memory. When you're sitting around trying to solve work problems or solutions, everybody write it down. Don't, don't rely on your memory two days later. Write it down, take a look at it, and see how important that is. Just remember something. There's a saying out there that is adversity. Cam's over there going, who? He lost his train of thought. No, I didn't. I got you, Cam. Adversity. <laughs> yes, I am getting old, but I did not lose my train of thought. Adversity creates opportunity. I want to tell you something. That is one of the truest statements I've ever heard in my career. Adversity, a problem, a challenge. If you take the time and dissect that problem, that challenge, that adversity, I'm telling you, it will create new opportunities. You guys know my favorite show is Shark Tank. I tell you that all the time, not just because I got a chance to have a one-on-one -on -one with Barbara, Barbara Corcoran, one of the sharks, who I love to death. She's just awesome. But I love that show because that's what it's all about. People come there with solutions to problems and in industries, and they get a shark to invest in them. That's all it is. If we looked at our lives that way, what's our problem? Well, maybe it's personal. Maybe I drank too much last night. What's my problem? My challenge was I didn't do good at work today. Gee, what's the solution? Don't drink so much the night before. That's a barn, a barn brain buster. I can't even say it. That's a brain buster. You don't think we have solutions to our problems? I'm going to repeat something, and I want, to, I want to leave you with this. I'm going to repeat something I said a minute ago. You ready for this? Look at the challenges or problems you face, and then think of solutions that will give you a more satisfying quality of life. God gave each of us the ability to self-correct. I'm not kidding you. You have the ability to change things only if you want to. Only if we take the time to do it. Never, ever lose sight of the fact you are the solution to each of your problems 
or challenges. Ladies and gentlemen, I really believe in this. If, if you would like me to coach you on some of this stuff, I, this is right in my wheelhouse to help us all come get better. You can, you can check me out at vandeep.com. Go back and listen to my podcast. If you need a speaker for a lunchtime lunch and learn or for a company event, I am your guy. And I would love the opportunity. You can get all my contact information at vandeep.com. Please, please rate and review and subscribe to this podcast so you get these podcasts every month. I'm going to ask each and every one of you, please subscribe to this podcast. And I'm going to also ask you to forward this podcast to somebody you know that could use it to help them become a better problem solver. I'm so grateful you spending time with me, with me today. Until the next time. Thank you. A Huda Media Production.